And this mud idea was a virtual race essentially. And I asked people to basically um, give me some money. I would then sort them a reward at the end and the money that they gave me would go to my London Marathon fundraising. Now that first race went live in um, January of 2014. Um, and we had 400 runners take part. I, I set up and did more races. Um, we then went into bespoke medals. And within six months, we were getting well over a thousand people in our races. So, and then as they say, the rest is history. So I, then I kept the charity angle because it had always been um, very key to why I started running. And I know for a lot of other runners, why they run. And Virtual Run agreed to such an extent with uh, a lovely community of brilliant, like-minded runners that like talking about running all day, um, like actually going out running and exercising. And it's just grown to what it is now. Hi, my name is Michelle Lewis. 10 years ago, you'd have been lucky to see me run to the end of the road. These days, running is second nature to me. From marathons to park runs to putting my own running group through their paces, You'll often see me in suitably loud attire, getting ready to pound the pavements. And here's a secret, if I can do it, you can too. There's so many wonderful and inspiring stories in the world of running. And not just running, some of my favourite tales involve those who take to their wheelchairs, bikes or simply their own trusty feet in an attempt to get fitter, faster or just have some fun. In this podcast, I'm going to be in conversation with some of the most inspiring and fascinating of these people. Remember, it's your time, your speed, your way. The only person you need to keep up with is yourself. Welcome to episode 7 of My Running Tales podcast. This week I've got something that is really relevant to the times we are facing right now. With all official races cancelled or at least postponed because of the coronavirus, we could all do with a virtual race. That's what today's guest, Susan Wheatcroft, offers people. She runs Virtual Runner, an incredible project which not only offers people the chance to earn medals for running around the block, but makes thousands of pounds for charity. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Susan as much as I did and get signed up for your virtual runner to earn that lockdown bling. Thank you, Susan, for joining us on this week's podcast. And I wanted to share your story because you have been a huge part of my running journey, especially in the beginning. And I feel now as well, it wouldn't surprise me if you're very busy because you actually, well, I'll let you say, what do you do? Yeah, so we organise virtual races. So if you've never heard of a virtual race, it's a race that you can go and do in your own time. So you can do it from your front doorstep, you can do it on a treadmill. So right now it's, it's ideal um, because you can do it within government restrictions. Um, you could do, um, like I've seen, well, I, I've done it myself, but others that are daft enough just like me, that you can go and run 5k around your garden. You can do um, 10k in your living room if you wish. And basically you submit your GPS data to our very easy to use site and claim a medal. Um, and then the, the beautiful bit about it all is not only do you get to claim a medal, but your entry fee goes to supporting some great causes. So it's a huge win-win all around because motivation for you as a runner um, or walker or cyclist, so whatever level and ability you're at, then you get your awards. There's the nice carrot bit. Um, and then you get a real fluffy glow, a nice warm glowing feeling because you've raised um, money alongside loads of other people for amazing charities so how did it start now um i know it must have been the early 20 teens because that's i started mid-teens and i think you were 
still brand new new then it was quite a personal story for me I worked in the media um, at the time and uh, I worked I was quite a senior um, director um, in the business and I worked alongside the editors um, and the editor I worked with um, very sadly died and one of the things he'd said to me was about raising money for charity and this charity was Maggie's Cancer Care and he basically said very flippantly because he was a funny man he'd said everybody donates uh, money to the person that does the, uh, their first ever half marathon um, so he well he'd set up conversations with the Robin Hood half marathon organizers and basically I formed uh, one of 30 people that went and ran the Robin Hood marathon or half marathon in his memory and we raised about 30 grand for charity at the time so that's where my running journey started and I then got the bug as lots of us do so I remember finishing my first half marathon and almost promising never to run again um, however, then the following day, I was like, hmm, I think I could maybe do this better. Yes. <laughs> We've all been there. So I then signed up to my second half. I then read a book, which actually I can't remember who the author is. I really have to, it, it's, I'm gutted. I need to like do some research and find out who wrote this book. But it basically inspired me to um, try and get a London Marathon place. I then did, I was successful and got a charity place for the London Marathon. Um, so that was, so the charity start, you can hear that there's a charity angle here. So like many others, I started my training um, around Christmas time and into January. And I was really disappointed to find that I couldn't find any live races. Um, Especially January, even now. Exactly January. January. There was absolutely nothing. So my mind was going. Um, So one Sunday afternoon, I was sat at home um, with my husband and I kind of said, you know what? I, I was part of a running community online and I'd posted in this Facebook group and said, look, I've come up with this mad idea. Can you listen to it? And this mad idea was a virtual race, essentially. And I asked people to basically um, give me some money. I would then sort them a reward at the end. And the money that they gave me would go to my London Marathon fundraising. Um, Now, that first race went live in um, January of 2014. um, And we had 400 runners take part. Six months later, yeah. So it was still, it was quite big in the first month. Yeah, four hundred. Wow, four hundred. Yeah, and it was. um, So I absolutely smashed my fundraising target, and then by month three, realised that this was, I'd got a thing. Yes. So people were then. I I set up and did more races. Um, We then went into bespoke medals, and within six months, we were getting well over a thousand people in our races. So, and then as they say, the rest is history. So I, then I kept the charity angle because it had always been um, very key to why I started running. And I know for a lot of other runners, why they run. Um, so the charity angles always remained there. And Virtual Runner grew to such an extent with uh, a lovely community of brilliant, like-minded runners that like talking about running all day, um, like actually going out running and exercising. And it's just grown to what it is now. So the charities, do they approach you or do runners, walkers, cyclists come to you and say, have you done this charity or would you consider this month? Because it's by month, isn't it, that you pick a charity? Uh, well, we cha- we, each race is, um, supports a different charity. So and we roughly organise about 10 races a month now. Um, and each wow, that has month. grown. Yes, wow, it has so it's grown. once a month it when was, I, wow. It was, it was once a month. Um, and we now have 10 a month that range from fun runs up to monthly challenges of um trying to complete 200k in the month so and everything in between 
Because um, I, I remember, I remember at the beginning it was just you doing it, but then you was like, "I'm getting snowed under," and then other people started helping you. How many people yeah. help you now? Because I remember you sending pictures on Facebook of <laughs> the medals in the little blue bags, you know, ready yeah. to go out, and we're all being excited, thinking, "Yes, our medal's on its way." And well, partly um, I was lucky enough that it grew to such a degree that I actually left my full time job. Okay. Um, so I don't take, I don't get the help in the same way because it is my job. I sit and do, do it mainly on my own. However, my friends and family, if I start sinking and there's a big race, so we're doing one for the NHS at the moment and I've got 2,000 medals to pack. Now, if it was ordinary times, I'd be dragging around everybody around with the promise of a pizza and we'd all sit and pack the medals. But so hubby and i have been packing the envelopes ready for the medals to arrive every evening so we're all organized for it but yes i've got very supportive friends and family that just love what we do and other runners in the community say with my running club um if ever i have too many and i'm struggling i just post a note and say basically anybody fancy a wine and they all come around and help me pack the medals so it's still got that kind of small community feel uh, even though it's grown um well exponentially it's it's been great so have you won awards and where has it led you to get your you know virtual runner out there because i've seen you at races i've seen you at stalls you know yeah. how are you just in the uk um no so we now post uh, globally so we regularly post i mean yesterday i, I still we, i need to get a map up and start like pinning putting pins of everywhere that yes um, that's a good idea so, but we, we posted Serbia yesterday, for example, um, and there are like all over the world that we start sending medals, but Australia and Germany, the United States are all really big areas for us. But so then the awards, um, sorry, the dogs are barking. No, we like that because it gives it yeah, a feel, yeah. homely it's feel. So. So yeah, and we do know me. that some, you know, runners and walkers do take their dogs and they earn oh, their medals. Yes. Well, I, I've got one that Kenny crosses and he's really good at it and it's him that's making the noise. And I have already taken for a run, so he needs to start. But yes, so awards, we have won uh, quite a few big awards. We've won some national and won some global ones now. So we've won the running awards. We won we won that three or four years in a row. We have we won we won something for our website and the concept in the um, the UK Digital Awards, and that was a big big kudos for us. So yeah, we've won multiple awards now. But actually, the main way that pe- people actually hear from us is generally word of mouth from other runners saying that the concept that well, telling their friends about the concept, sharing pictures of the medals. We seem to have. Um, built up a reputation for good customer service so I think people then do tend to shout about us and recommend us on Facebook and Google and everything else and so that's just where it's the, the love of it I think because our community is so great they tell their friends and it's just got bigger from that. I love that you're not just focusing on runners though you did even from an early stage you started going to the cyclists and the swimmers Re- yeah. I, I don't know if that was is that because you realise that runners do get injured and, and do yes, go to other yeah, yeah. sports. Yeah, partly that, but also um, I've also always been a little bit conscious of um, encouraging people to maybe only run because I, I think as runners we do like our running and it is very easy to get carried away with running um, solely. I, I made the mistake of training for a marathon and not doing anything else. So I think actually by encouraging the cycling, the swimming, um, so that at the moment we've got some exercise related ones as well. So it's just about getting out and doing something. So it could be your, your Joe Wicks PE lesson in the morning, 
or it could be um, Les Mills fitness class in the afternoon or going and doing hopscotch in the garden uh, with the kids. It's almost just something that's going to get people fit and active and feeling good about themselves is the main reason that it, it's still kind of one of the main reasons I started this. So uh, we want to keep that because a lot of us exercise for mental health. Is yes. our, and I think particularly at the moment, it's really crucial that we're, um, we, we, well, we've got a focus, I think, a focus and some sort of motivation and hopefully virtual run is one of the ways that can help people um, get something from, from their daily lives. Well, I'd like to thank you because when I started running, I was like you. I didn't really want to keep doing races because I found them quite expensive as well, even mm -hmm. back then. But also the thought of, oh, because I was running on my own solo a lot at the beginning of my running journey. I hadn't joined a club at this point. And I found and I'm wondering if it is through the same virtual running page about you at the early stages. And um, I just like the fact that you had the 5K, you had a 10K, you had the half marathon and it was over the winter months. And I've, I was quite excited when the next race would come up because I'd be like praying, oh, please say it's a half marathon or any distance. And then I had my own personal goal if I was to do 18 miles or 20 miles because it would help me through my mar I wanted to do a marathon I booked my marathon but back then you didn't have the 20 mile races you didn't have an, like the 18 milers and I felt virtual was a big a big help for me back then on those yeah, it's distances about, it's celebrating the milestones isn't it so for somebody that it's it's maybe getting faster on the 5k or for somebody else it might be doing their first ever 5k or progressing to 10k and like yourself progressing it to the marathon so we do we tend to look at kind of um the race calendar so for example it, it we would usually be in marathon season so we've just completed all our virtual 20 milers which people have still been doing um, yeah. and we've now got we've um just because we've been asked so many times we've put a virtual marathon on just because people can't do their marathons as I was going to say to you, are you doing a virtual marathon right now? Yeah, yes. so we've got a virtual marathon and I think um, now people are probably being a bit more sensible with how long they're going out. Um, there's less people doing the marathons now, we're getting further into lockdown, but a good few weeks ago we had hundreds of people going out and doing marathons that they would have been doing races on that day and they just they didn't want their training going to waste as I'm sure like you'd have been in the same you put weeks and weeks and I mean I was lucky enough my marathon was actually late February so I managed to get mine in uh, it was like one of the last races that went ahead so I just scraped mine in but I can't imagine what I'd be feeling if you've done your 20 miler you're starting to taper and then you're told that your race is cancelled um, yeah hopefully we're providing a solution to people that it gives them an alternative and, and right now it's it's unlikely to be the marathon distances because you're obviously putting yourself in under a bit of pressure and, and being unfair to other people if you're getting out too far and coming across too many people. However, that we've got options to keep you regularly running, keep, keep you doing your cycling, whatever you, you want to do to keep you motivated. Oh, well, thanks for sharing about Virtual Runner. I want to know a bit more about Susan. So oh. I get the impression that you're a late runner like myself. Yes. You are. So you wasn't a runner at school. What no. sort of, uh, so what sort of sport did you do at school? And um, so I've always been into competitive sports. So I was a swimmer at school and played tennis. Um, okay. 
So I've always liked sport and I've always been um, competitive. But actually, if you told me about running, I'd have, I'd abs- if you said I was a runner, I'd have gone, absolutely no chance. That's boring. That, that's something I have to do in order to maybe improve my tennis. Or, but not a chance. I, I would have been the person that would have been cutting corners on the cross-country circuits. At, uh, oh God. They're, <laughs> off, the again. They're off again. <laughs> oh, that was quick. They stopped. <laughs> yeah. Dogs gone past. Um, yeah, I was the runner at school who um, would have found the way of cutting the corner on the cross-country course. Um, so I really couldn't imagine myself. Then in my late teens, I took up temping bowling um, and actually played at quite a high level. And it's a very different sport to running. But both swimming, tennis and, and temping bowling, I played at quite a competitive level. So I've always had that in me. But when I hit my 20s and other things took over, the sports kind of disappeared a little bit. Um, so it was only by getting this half marathon place gifted to me that I, I guess I was forced into running. So, and I'd always been a gym goer. I'd always maintained some sort of fitness because I, I do enjoy the buzz that you get from exercise. Um, yes. But running, I really couldn't imagine. So my first run, I'm sure we've all been there. Um, I could see the post box. So that shows how close it was. And I was like, oh, that, I'll run there and back 10 times and see how I feel. I never made it to that post box the first time. <laughs> we can all um, share that story. <laughs> yeah, so, and I, I um, was lucky that there was uh, like a free running club nearby. So I decided to go along to one of their sh- sessions one week. Um, and I must admit, I'd been chatting to the person. Um, so somebody had introduced themselves and I started chatting to them and missed the instructions of where the 5K turnaround point was. So on my first effort out with this running club, which I think was week three into my running journey, I ended up on the 10K route um yeah not advisable um but and I remember chatting to the guy I was right at the back and I kind of said to him this 5k gosh it's so long and he's like oh we're at four and a half miles already I was like oh oh, oh. <laughs> yeah so I I, I then uh, at that point decided I probably should get a plan and follow it properly um so got to my first half marathon that I mentioned earlier and my only aim for that one was not to walk so I just wanted to finish, didn't really care about the time. Um, but then when I did finish, like I said earlier as well, the following morning I got up and I thought, oh, I could do better. So now personally I ran, I would hate to think how many half marathons, but at least 40 organised races, um, multiple marathons as well. I've dabbled in a little bit of triathlons. and But one of my main loves is I, I just like community races and things like parkrun. Yes, and that's where I was going to yeah. lead to as well, because I know you do park run like myself. So do you yeah. want to tell us a bit about your park run and what you do there? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm on a newly established team at Wollaston Hall Park Run, which is one of the newest to have started. I think well, we made it to week five before we uh, had to close. So we're very, very new. I've only done, my, I've only done one RD stint at Wollaston Hall. Um, but it's a beautiful park, so if ever anybody's, well, you need to come yourself, but if, if ever anybody's in Nottingham, it's, it's got a few little bumpy bits, but you get um, beautiful scenery. Uh, the hall itself is absolutely stunning, which is known as Batman's House, because one of the films was filmed there. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so I, I can imagine Batman's going to appear at our park run at some point in the near future. Yes, I can see that, yes. <laughs> um, so, yes, so it's a, it's a great park run. Um, one of my other favourite local ones is Beeston. They massively helped with my training to become an RD, so I was on their roster for a good six months and did some RD. In fact, I've done more over at Beeston than I have in Wollaton just because... At the moment, because it's new. Yeah, because yeah. it's all new and we haven't, got, we haven't actually managed to get that many park runs under our belt yet. 
Um, but yeah, I love Parkrun. I, I love going and touring um, and meeting people like yourself when I came to your Parkrun. Um, I love going around and just doing the different ones. So I think at the moment I'm at about, just I scraped just over the 200 mark with Parkruns. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And around about 80-ish different ones. Um, yes. So wow. Yes, I do. I'm a big fan of Parkrun. Love what they do. Um, and yeah, I like community races that have got a similar kind of feel that are welcoming for all. Well, we've met recently as well, as we both seem to have a big love of Big Bear events as well. Yes. So are yes. you doing marathons at Big Bears? Like when I do the event, I like to do the eight laps around the forest because I, I don't know. I just love the, the way the forest changes over those five, six or how many hours I take yes. to do the marathon. What has drawn you to like Big Bear events? Big Bear. I think Big Bear, I, I got drawn to them initially because they were midweek. Yes. And because um so it for me the mid midweek races suit because uh, my son's at school um i can do my business in the, the evening or at, basically after i finish the running um and then i feel like i've got my weekends because i don't feel like i've got to go out and do a long run because i've nailed it already that week so that was what initially drew me to it um but i do like the fact that there's just no pressure of how far you go um so my the first big bear i did i did uh, I think it was 27 to 28 miles so and it was my I'd I was coming back from injury and it was a long burner it was nearly a year to get back up to the marathon distance so when I, I nailed it I was I was pretty chuffed and then I've gone on and I've done I've done somewhere I've only gone and done maybe four laps and done the half um, but I've done a good few marathons at them so I don't know I go with a different goal every time it depends what I, so actually I use them quite a bit um, as part of my marathon training Okay. One of them I did do a marathon as part of the marathon training, which I know is not genuinely the most sensible thing, but we've That's all been That's what there. I did last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I think we've all been there. We kind of charge around. And actually one of them, it became my marathon PB. And I could, just because I think we, uh, my friend and I, we were aiming to do 20 miles because that's what we needed for the plan. But then when we realised we were actually on for quite a good time, we were like, right, come on then, let's, let, we might as well nail another couple of laps. I think it's the relaxed atmosphere as well. Yes. The scenery, the people, and the fact that you get a choice of a beer or a cider at the end. <laughs> it is. And Helps Paul a lot. is great. Um, he listens to the runners and you can tell that he actually cares about our experience. And so no, it's good. I highly recommend them. They're one of my favourite runs. Do you think you'll start organising an actual race with virtual runner? Uh, we have done, uh, we're into year three. Um, so in, I actually went back to the roots of virtual runner and why we set it up and organised a race in January when nobody else has got one. Um, so we've, and we've won awards for our race series. So we started off with 5k and then we've grown it to a 2k, 5k and a 10k that you can do. You don't have to, basically there are different times. So for the brave out there they can go and do the 17k um, oh, right. and it's usually the first week of january so it's great timing for the, those that are just going to start marathon training because it's essentially a 10 mile run split across three races you get your three medals and everybody goes away happy well you know a lot of us have had our marathons postponed and we've got new dates of september and october which Hopefully, you know, this lockdown will not go on for too much longer so we can all get back out and get the miles back in our legs. Have you got any virtual races to extend the distances so those that want to use them to motivate can? Yeah, absolutely. So we've kept um, the distances for the summer 
Um, I think you alluded to it earlier, but we always have a challenge that's an any distance event. So essentially it will then fit to whatever ability the person is, however, whatever they're training for, but also maybe the ones that are just starting out in running. So yes, we've, we've got something for everybody and I'm always up for feedback as well. So if there's something that's missing that and we, we get people asking, then we'll always accommodate as much as we can. For anyone that's um, thinking about just starting running, and there are many out there who will think, oh, I can never do it. No, I don't want to be seen now. I can't run to the pillar box or the end of the road, to the gate, whatever. What would you say and how would you say virtual runner, from your experience, from all of us, you know, I'd say we've got to be close to a million runners that have used virtual runner because <laughs> everyone I know has got a virtual runner medal. Tally at some point, but yeah, yeah there's, good, there's definitely. I know we've got over a hundred thousand users, so that I mean that's a great stat. But that's actually on our current website because um, we'd evolved over the time. But um, yes, yeah, so advice for a new runner, um, I guess would put, don't get hung up about what other people are doing try and enjoy it you probably won't for the first few weeks that you go out it, it is hard just think about why you started in just enjoy enjoy and then if you are worried about going out on your own or how you're doing or what you're doing or whether you've got the right kit ask because the, the running community are one of the best group of people i've ever ever met so come into somewhere like virtual runner or you've got places like run mummy run or uk run chat um Go and talk to other runners in there because you'll find that everybody else has got loads of advice and nothing but support. So maybe find, um, don't do maybe what I did with my first one and just go off and run too far because um, you don't want to be injuring yourself. So find a plan that works for you. So something like Couch to 5K or find a local running club that are doing something and just go and enjoy it, please. I couldn't agree more with that. One of the things I really like about Virtual Runner is that it's all about the love of running and the power of running, helping raise both huge quantities of money for charity and smiles on people's faces. As I did Virtual Runner, it really helped me on my running journey and I would highly recommend signing up for one of their races. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Running Tales podcast, please remember to leave a review. It helps more people to see it and listen. Thanks for joining Susan and I. I look forward to your company again next week on the Running Tales podcast.